get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking blues hockey. It's the Joey Vitale Report on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by the Electrical Connection. When you need quality electrical work for your home or business, visit electricalconnection.org. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line for our weekly visit with the great Joe Vitale. He'll have the call for the Blues and the Kings tonight, 8 o'clock with the action, 7 o'clock pregame here on 101 ESPN. Joey V, how are you doing this morning? Randy, I'm doing great, man. Doing really well, actually. How are you guys today? Everything's fantastic here in the studio. We're having a good time. We're waiting for, good, number, good. 90, we're, we're waiting for number 91 to be on the ice. Hey, well, you know, he's on the ice. Haven't you been watching practices of pregame skates, Randy? <laughs> That's true. Very nice, but Joey. I, I want him to be on the ice for a game. <laughs> yes, yes, of course you do. Of course we all do. Hey, listen, I'm not, uh, they don't pay me to be the insider, uh, so unfortunately I do not have any news for you guys on that one. What but uh, you to be the insider for just like 10 minutes? Hey, I tell you what, if you, if you, if you write the check, you guys know how this business works. <laughs> I got, I got, I got more kids than I know what to do with right now, but I could probably, I could probably arrange something like that, so. But, no, um, I, I will say one thing. He has been skating very well in morning skates. Him and Steve Ott have been working together a lot as far as uh, tugging and pulling as far as the, the morning routines and the morning warm-ups. And that's really what this comes down to is the comfort level of Vladdy. But also, there's guys, you know, there's, there's so much that goes into these returns, right? I remember being in, in Pittsburgh specifically. I think told someone, someone this yesterday. When Sidney Crosby had all those concussion issues, he was out for about a year, year and a half. When he was ready, he came back for an Islanders game, but he was ready probably weeks before that. I remember being in the locker room with him in the training room. He's like, yeah, I just, I'm ready to go. Just kind of waiting a couple things got to get together here. And, and what, what he meant by that was this. There's so much that goes into these returns, like the, the staff, uh, the coaches, the, the general manager, and Doug Armstrong. They look at everything from, from a whole. you got to really take a step back when you're talking about a player of the caliber of Vladimir Tarasenko because at the end of the day, you want to put them in a game where you know they're going to have success or at least give them the best opportunity to have success because especially with the shoulder injury that he's been out of for three straight times, you're going to want that confidence to be there. You don't, the last thing you want is to throw a star player in a situation they're not comfortable with. And then maybe they have a bad game. And then one game into two, two to three, we all saw what happened in the bubble, right? So that, that's not the situation you want. So getting back to the city Crosby one, for example, he was ready for three, four weeks, but they put him in, in a home game on a Saturday night against a team that he absolutely has abused in his entire career, which is the New York Islanders. He comes in that game. I'll never forget. I was the healthy scratch. I was out there with warmups. The crowd, I mean, the people in the building, I couldn't, I'll never forget. It kind of reminded me of when Mark McGuire hit number 62 at the old Bush Stadium. I mean, it was that intense of a moment in, in the night. Of course, Sidney Crosby goes out there. He puts up four points, and the rest is history. So, again, from, from a coaching perspective, from, for Doug Armstrong, for Craig Berube, for Ray Barilli, the head athletic trainer there, they're, they're kind of piecing it all together. I Do I think he's healthy enough to play? I do. I just think they're kind of waiting for that right moment. Another one of those elements, uh, I know I'm kind of rambling with this, but another element to consider if you're Craig Berube and Doug Armstrong, guys, this team's playing pretty well. They've won three in a row, 
something, something, something magical is happening with this group, whether it be the new personnel and the opponent not knowing who half these guys are, or maybe it's just the young guys playing very creative and open and free, maybe getting outside the system. We, we look to me more like a rush team, which I think a lot of teams are having trouble uh, defending us against right now because for so long we were such a run-and-gun, uh, kind of smother you down low and grind it out in the corner type of team. But now all of a sudden we're turning into kind of a rush team. We're getting a lot of goals off the rush right now. So if you look at that from that aspect as well, why not give Vladdy a little bit more time if you know the team's doing well? And Joy, as you're telling this great story about Crosby and his return and he's getting four points, I'm wondering if fans have that expectation for Vladimir Tarasenko or what their expectations should be because not only is he going to have to get up to game speed, but there's a lot of different personnel on this team that he hasn't actually played with yet. So I wonder if chemistry is going to be an issue too at all. But what are your expectations for Vladdy when he returns? You know, the biggest thing, Michelle, I think is just to stay healthy. You know, I think we sometimes we can get over over the top, including myself, about expectations. Of, you like to see him put up some numbers right away. You like to see him on the top power play. Uh, but but just like I, I would consider Vladimir Tarasenko's return, like how every coach approaches main camp to start the year. What's the biggest and best goal coming in uh, training camp and wanting to leave training camp? It's just to stay healthy. Yes, you love some things to happen for some, certain players, but you want them to stay healthy. I would love for Vladdy to stay healthy through those first couple of games. But then for me, around that third and fourth game, really start getting up to speed. Uh, because when Vladdy is skating, that to me is when he's at his best. You know, uh, yes, the goals are uh, uh, spectacular. Uh, his shot is, is as elite as ever. But when he's moving his feet and he's forechecking, that's when he's at his best. And that's when he's creating space for his linemates. Uh, and when he creates that space, he finds that little pocket in front. Uh, and if he's able to release it, to me, that's when, when he can. And I, I, don't know what, I don't know what's going on with his shot right now, but I've seen him practice the last few weeks. His, his shot looks snappier. It looks faster. It looks, it looks quicker off the stick. That, that's something that he does better than I think anyone in the National Hockey League in the sense that um, it's the release from the stick. You know, a lot, of, a lot of people will look at the shot and you look at the precision of the accuracy, right? There's the accuracy and there's the speed, right? Uh, you look at Shea Weber. He's got an absolute bomb. You look at Phil Kessel. He can pick a corner out of anywhere, right? So that, each player has that. But there's a third element of a shot that people often overlook, and it's the quickness, the pop, right? The pop off the bat. Uh, I guess, you know, Dan, for you, would be the pop off the bat, right? And it's the pop off the stick. So it's the release from when the, when the puck's on the stick to the, the moment you realize you want it off, and bam, it's gone. Crosby does it better than anyone, too because he's not a very big guy. He doesn't have a great shot. He's actually not that accurate of a shot, and it's not that hard of a shot, but it's the quickness from when the puck gets off that blade, and that's what Vladdy's been doing really well. I don't know if he Henry Rowengardner this thing from Rookie of the Year, but his shoulder, maybe in the surgery, got a little bit tighter, but the shot looks quicker. In terms of getting hit, I look at that as being the, the number one thing. I just want to see him get a couple of hits under his belt. I'm not worried about his shot. I'm not worried about other things. I, I want to see him, Joey, get hit. Respond to the hit. Come out of the game healthy. That's that's the whole thing I look at. That's it. Even, even and even look at Dan to your point about how he got hurt. Right? It was it was even it wasn't even one of those like huge collisions in the corner. It's just that that tug and pull. I mean, it was uh, he was going for a breakaway. I think it was in, against the Kings. The team were playing tonight actually uh, last October. And then he's kind of fighting for a battle, and someone kind of wraps his arm around him and kind of just kind of pulls it just a little bit. It was kind of a subtle little thing. But to me, it's all those little kind of motions where he's going to feel better and better and better about getting out there and, and, and kind of getting to the front of that and performing those battles. Because Vladdy, to me, again, um, he's not a perimeter player. You know, he, by any stretch of imagination, he's Mike Hoffman, I would consider a perimeter player. He does great things from the outside, right? Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko is not a perimeter player. He is a guy that can do everything and, and all over the ice, but he needs to be skating. He needs to be forechecking. He needs to be going to the net. When he's had his little um, hiccups in his career where he's kind of gone six, seven, eight, ten games without a goal, 
the first thing the coach would say, will say to us is, you know, he needs to keep moving his feet. He kind of stopped moving his feet. He's kind of guessing. He's second-guessing himself. He's hesitant. He needs to move his feet. When he's moving his feet, he's getting to those tough areas. Things tend to open up for him. So you're right, Dan. Once he starts moving his feet and he starts getting that battle and compete level up there, that's when I think it's all going to turn in, turn in some good stuff for Vladdy. Joey, we know that you are fantastic at making sourdough bread. I want to know this. Do you have a single go-to sandwich, uh, what you make the sandwich out of? And does it change with the time of year? Like in the middle of July is your go-to sandwich than it is in the middle of March? So I will tell you, Randy, it's a good question. I'm not a seasonal sandwich eater. I just made that up. Is that a real thing? Seasonal sandwich eater? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Okay, I just made it up. Good. All right, what is now? Um, I'm not a seasonal sandwich eater. If there was a go-to sandwich for me, I, when I went to Rome a couple of years ago, they have this thing called, uh, Michelle, you probably know it, Pizza Bianca, right? Mm. So it's Pizza Bianca. It's yes. basically like focaccia bread, okay? So it's focaccia bread. It's basically like it's a, a very thin uh, bread. What they do is they slice it in half. And, and in Rome, uh, traditionally what you do is you just fill this thing with mortadella. Mortadella is basically like a bologna, which they make. And uh, it comes from Bologna, of all places. <laughs> and then sometimes, yes, yeah, it's funny enough, but sometimes they add pistachios in it. So they take this pizza Bianca, they slice it in half, they fill it with mortadella. If you go down to the hill, you can make something, you can get something really, really close to it. Uh, I would go to Digagorio's, talk to Giovanni, good paisan, a good friend of mine. He will hook you up with some of the best mortadella. Or you can go to Volpe. Uh, Leah Abadi is another wonderful lady, um, sweet as can be. She's always there. That's what I love about the hill. You know what I mean? It's, 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 like, it's a wonderful piece of our pastime because you go into these shops and, and it's the family. They're still there. They're there every day. That's why that's what I love about it. You know, you go to some of these areas uh, out west and all these chain restaurants. You, I go to a coffee shop close to my house. There's a different there's a different barista every time I go in there. You know, it's a shame and it really is sad. But that's why I love about the hill because they have that good family connection. But you go down there, you talk to Lee, you talk to Giovanni. They have mortadella. Get yourself some really good pizza Bianca bread, some nice focaccia bread. You can make it home. You slap that thing, uh, slap that mortadella, stack it high, put it between some pizza Bianca and a really nice extra virgin olive oil. To me, guys, some sea salt on top, pitter-patter. Let's get at it. I like it. Oh, my God, Joey, you're making our mouths water. That sounds incredible. <laughs> that sounds amazing. And you're absolutely right about the chatting down there. I went to the Missouri Baking Company not long ago to grab some cookies, and I'm there 20 minutes because they want to show you the new things and have you tried this. You're really going to like this. It's a great experience. Mimi Lardo uh, runs Missouri Baking Company. She's been a family-run business for a very, very long time. I, I suggest people, again, make a trip down the hill. Go to Missouri Baking Company. The chocolate drops will blow your freaking mind. The, the Italian cookies are good all year long, not just at Christmas time. Her uh, is Mimi because that's what everyone calls her, right? My, my mom, our kids call Mimi. So whenever they go to my mom's house, they go, Mimi, Mimi, Mimi. So now whenever we get in the car, they, Mimi from Missouri Baking Company has had such an impact on my kids. Whenever we get in the car and I say, guys, we're going to Mimi's. I'm like, the bakery, we're going to get cookies? I'm like, no, 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 we're going to my mom's house. Like, don't, don't, God forbid, don't say that in front of my mom. It really hurt her feelings. And then we all have a good laugh. But we come into that store, and you're absolutely right, Michelle. It's, it's, like, a, it's like you're in Italy because I walk in with my kids in the very baking company, and Mimi will literally grab my kids by the cheek. She takes them around to the back. She shows them all the cookie machines. She always takes down, you know, they make a bunch of cakes there. So she's always taking down these little toys. You know, you put, put those toys on the kids' case. Mm-hmm. She's giving the kids toys. She's giving the kids cookies. And uh, she never lets me pay. So I, I've come up with a good solution. I come in with 100 bucks or 50 bucks, whatever it is. I just give it to one of the girls behind the counter. And I walk out with my cookies. And it's just, it, it fills you up. It's just, it's a wonderful pastime down at the hill. And it really bring, brings a lot of joy to a lot of people. And I'm really grateful for the people that are continuing that tradition for the city of St. Louis. 
Absolutely. And Joey, we only get to talk to you once a week, so we haven't spoken to you since the game where Jordan Bennington was pulled and uh, made his presence known on his way off the ice. What would you have done if that was one of your teammates, if you were on the team at that time? If I was on, if I was on the team and I was on that bench, I'm literally standing up thinking I'm going to have to fight somebody pretty soon because I think everyone's going to jump my goaltender. That's what I would have thought. Like, I was ready. Uh, but, the, again, the game has changed a lot. I mean, I remember when, when uh, Brent Johnson, who used to be a St. Louis Blue, he got in a kerfuffle with, of course, it was uh, DiPietro. He knocked DiPietro out after he signed that huge contract. I was in that game the next time we played the Islanders, and it was just like, you felt like, what was that movie, uh, Dan and Randy or Michelle? Was it, was it the Outsiders with, with the greasers and the, the posers or something like that, where they all met at the park and they all kind of got in a huge fight? You remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, was I it? do. That or West Side, I mean, West Side Story had that, too. Maybe. maybe. Well, the Outsiders, kind of one of those did. I think you're thinking Outsiders. Outsiders is a great movie, by the way. I was like Emilio Estevez, <laughs> yep. uh, uh, Matt Dillon. All these guys were start, started for the Outsiders. This is another good flick. But I would have been ready to jump to jump on like like the outsiders did or the west side story because uh, but unfortunately the game has changed a lot or maybe it's fortunately i guess uh but yeah it, w- it was funny listen I, I i got a kick out of what jordan bennington did i, I thought it was comical i thought it was great i thought it was kind of a, a i thought it was a i thought it was a good energy buzz the, the team needed something we, we had a horrible series against uh, arizona we, we dropped a couple in la before we hit the road trip something we had more injuries jacob de la rose just got hurt it was just like oh my gosh something's got to give to me, guys, uh, if this road trip continues to go well, I think you got to look back on that moment when Jordan Bennington kind of freaked out there a little bit. It kind of reminds you of with like if an owner of an owner of a restaurant, if you go to speaking of restaurants, the owner goes into the kitchen and he's so mad at the chef because he keeps on cooking the steak and he kicks the chef out and says, "Get out of here, you're fired." And instead of the chef is going out the back door, he decides to kick over the mashed potatoes in the kitchen and then he busts through the restaurant door and he flips over the martini glass and he starts yelling at all the people and then he kicks over the stew like he got he really he signs off he signs off with the Nixon t- double double fingers up in the air and says, "I'm out of here," you know. So to me, I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> so what does that have to do with uh, you know the goalie getting in a fracas? Well, first of all, was it wasn't it Nixon that they held up two fingers, or was that uh, that was that Nixon? Reagan? Yeah. No, that was Nixon. That was Nixon. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm clear on that. Yeah. What was your yeah. question, Dan? <laughs> I don't know. You lost me in all the food and stuff, but I love it. We do. You're the I best. love it. Sorry. It was great Sorry, stuff, guys. though. Okay. It's all was, good stuff. Hey, I, uh, hey, Dan, your uh, your brother he he just hung up his Irish flag. I'm looking at his house across the street right now. Well, you know, it's like a holiday in our family. You I'm look, yeah, I, I gotta get the invite one of these days. Oh, you're invited. You you should go over there. He'll he'll have all the he'll have all the fictions for you Irish style. You know that. As much as you love love, love going to the hill, he's gonna. I mean, St. Patty's Day. I mean, it's like Christmas for us. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go over there and measure his his flag when he's sleeping tonight. That's and fine. It's, I'm, I'm gonna get an Italian flag that's just like a couple inches bigger. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna stick it. I'm gonna stick it on my front yard. I'm gonna yell at him. Hey, my flag's bigger than yours. I love it, Joey. Just uh, my only advice is just make sure that you don't get caught doing that because you know he's. A, I know you're a tough guy, but you and my brother going head to head would not be pretty. No way. No, he, he looks like a bull moose. He's kind of got that look on his eye. He's all smiles every now and then. Every now and then he's going up and down the street with his AirPods on, and he's kind of making these like hand motions. I can tell he's into an intense conversation. No, I, would, I will definitely uh, steer clear from him. Hey, do you know what his favorite, uh, favorite drink is? I might drop him something off for St. Paddy's Day. Oh, just, yeah, get him some beer. Yeah. Anything. Okay. Well, gotcha. on, on St. Paddy's, yeah, definitely beer or some Irish whiskey. That, that'll do fine for him. Irish whiskey. One. Are we still on the air, by the way? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we'll be listening tonight when you're on the air with Curbs with the Blues and the Kings. 
Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You Thanks, too, Joey. Joe Vitale with us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.